0: Hey guys, Uh, welcome back to our YouTube channel or podcast, whichever platform that you're using to listen to this or watch this. Um, We Are Now Broads is a Zimbabwean community space where young people can have conversations about gender, gender based violence, and rape culture, as well as creating a safer environment for gender discrimination and gender based violence victims. So, what we're discussing today is a part of our relationship series. Which we'll have available on podcast and YouTube. And the topic today is men are the problem. So I think everyone can go around and introduce themselves. I'm Savannah.
1: I'm Rambi.
2: I'm (laughs) Terrell. My name is Tahit. Yes. Okay. Do you
3: guys want to share anything about yourselves? Anything? I don't think anyone would.
4: Okay, so yeah, I was saying you could go first, but since I'm speaking, right. um... Um, <laughs> I'll go first then.
2: Uh, my name is Delito, I'm a socioeconomic economic activist, I'm also into project coordination, I work within the arts industry, creative projects, intellectual projects as well, and I love coffee, I'm a caffeine addict, I think, but today that's enough of an introduction. Thanks for that, man. <laughs>
4: Um so my name is Terrell. I am a young, opinionated somebody. I'm just a student. Um, I'm an avid podcaster myself. And yeah, I'm a big fan of social justice. What is that That's mean? about it? What like what is the opposite fan oh, no,
3: of social I, justice? I, I would like what 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 are you if you hate social justice?
4: I don't know. <laughs> I, I, to to ask. Ask. I don't know either. <laughs> yeah. fine.
3: We we're not the same, it's fine. Um so in your guys' opinions, how important or how influential are gender roles in young relationships? And like young relationships being like relationships amongst young people romantic ones.
4: amongst young people i think that we've made them very important um because of the stages that we're at in like life Uh, like you meet people in different stages they get into relationships at different stages i personally don't think they are important but i feel like we've made them very important um for some reason pardon i was gonna ask why you don't think they're important um because we're not at we're not at a stage to be worrying about gender roles personally um i'm a young student um i don't work i go to school surely i can't be okay i can't be defined by the system that men have set up in the patriarchy but in the expectation that i am supposed to be one who's supposed to provide in the relationship if that makes sense Surely it's unrealistic. That's, that's just why I think they, they don't matter.
2: Okay. I think they've been heavily influenced by social media because we're always being exposed to certain expectations. Whether it's a movie about a billionaire named Christian Grey or it's about vampires and werewolves who have this masculine aura. So if it's not masculine energy, it's financial Capability as well. Not that I'm saying it's wrong to have preferences, but when all you see on Instagram is men buying women cars, and I'm not saying girls don't buy gifts. I wish we lived in a world where some girl could call me and say, What are you doing next week? There's a restaurant in town that I want to take you to. I wish that was the ideal world we lived in, but that's not what we're being shown. So now, even as a young person or as a student, obviously I'm not working. To make enough money to do what these social media entrepreneurs are doing, but when that's what we're overexposed to, I think it becomes a deep expectation. It's like the brother said, personally, I'm not a big fan of gender roles and gender expectations, but we live in a different world.
4: the mm-hmm. The question, the question I then have to ask. I mean, we both spoke about examples about men, but in terms of gender roles, at At 21 years old, what should I expect from my girlfriend? To cook and clean in my house? (laughs) That's madness.
0: Um, I wanted to say, I think, like, the focus, especially in young relationships, even just older ones, in general, for me, like, looking at the idea of traditional roles and stuff, there I'm just watching you trying to avoid sunlight. Anyways, um, I think that (laughs) in relationships, it's not necessarily about like fitting stereotypical role but it's just about like bringing something to the table okay and the person that you are with bring something that complements what you're bringing and i guess okay for an example uh traditionally women are more nurturing and they cook and they clean and whatnot but what if my husband is a chef what if my boyfriend is a chef what if And he can bring that cooking aspect to the table. He wants to cook. He wants to make the meals. He wants to do that. And I bring something else that complements that. That I I bring something that would have been, I guess, lacking. So I think the focus in relationships should be about finding partners that complement you and not necessarily about like fulfilling the traditional roles.
1: From a more like bringing back home, um, the major situation is that not me just okay. The major problem is that I feel like we're having a very modern liberal conversation here where we can reshape um, the gender roles because I mean the gents have just said, Yeah, but like I did not really expect this from my girlfriend, you know. But at a certain point there's a point there's like there's an expectation, you know, you can't deny that, that you're going to be like, it's not that I'm going to say you can't deny it, but I'm going to question whether you can deny it, you know? Cause I feel like you really just separated yourself from society right now. And I don't think like, I, I always question that when men are like, no, but like, my dad hey, thinks that's their you know? But like, I think it's cause yes, in uni, you cannot expect specific things from your partner, but then also the times where, I mean, even from the girl's perspective, you're like, I know he's expecting some things, you know, because you are expecting some things, even if you don't say it, because you're going to start looking for that. I mean, naturally, you are looking for that, even if she's not cooking for you, you're looking for a more nurturing woman, because you're saying she's going to nurture my children. You know what I mean? in conversation if she's talking about a specific like while she's talking about her future she's talking about a specific timeline you're making sure that it kind of fits with when you think that children are going to be conceived you know what i mean but i feel like a lot of this just boils down to culture and tradition and kind of how we are raised to believe that um gender roles play a part within relationships um but i think it's more of our generation's Con- like it's more of a conversation that our generation's having that like we should be reshaping them and why they are rather toxic to the co- to the relationships that we have yeah
2: yeah i have a question
4: um, i think oh, oh yeah go ahead no no, no please go okay on. Go
2: on. um my question is just about um if femininity and masculinity play a role in attraction. Because in the majority of cases, we do talk about satisfying roles. But realistically speaking, the more masculine men usually satisfy the female sexually and materialistically. And then the guys who deal with the emotions and cooking usually become friends. So there's still that dynamic in terms of if you want to be sexually attractive, do you then have to buy into the ideal masculine role? Because I know as a society, we've tried to say, There's no such thing as masculine and feminine. Be who you are. But on the ground, uh, if I may say this, I could be wrong. Correct me if I'm wrong. But the guys who are getting the girls are not the guys who aren't masculine. Unless you make money at a later stage in life, if you're not masculine, chances are you're going to be the friend that the girl complains about her masculine boyfriend to. And
4: generally speaking, most guys don't want to be in that position. Uh, Just just to add to what he said, I wouldn't want to say that it's the idea of the masculine guy, but I'd want to keep it more on the idea of... We're speaking about young relationships, by the way, just just to keep that focus. The the guy that doesn't satisfy that initial gender role, I, I wouldn't want to say he's directly masculine, but anything that opposes that... Is is the one that, as he said, seems to be on the ground getting more progress, if you may, for lack of a better word, in terms of relationships.
3: Okay. Okay. Delegate, please rephrase your question in a more concise your answer in a more concise manner. <laughs> the girl is I do not understand. <laughs> Okay, this someone understand? Like to to like he's he's saying nice guys finish <laughs> <Yeah>. last. <laughs>
4: exactly that. Exactly. <laughs> that part. And in, in simple words, yes, exactly. Yeah, I
3: was like, <laughs> okay. So one of like our discussion points is actually like, why do you guys hate the friend zone, friend zone so much, and like the whole like nice guys finish last thing. So I feel like in discussions about nice guys finishing last, the first thing. The whole nine guys finish, last thing, it's come from a place of, a, like, it's come from a place of toxic masculinity, and that's, these things are thrown around a lot. Does anyone actually have, like, a good definition for toxic masculinity? Because we can say it all we want, but if people don't understand what it means, then it's, like, useless. Rumbi?
2: I can try. Oh, Okay. Aggression as an individual sometimes is necessary in life for chaotic situations. If someone tries to rob you, to harm your children, if there's a snake outside, you need aggression to deal with chaos. So aggressive men have the capacity to be protectors. And if I was a female, I would want someone I can feel safe around. So I think it's how we manifest that aggression. So as guys... We have sports like rugby. My mother watched one rugby game. She said, I don't understand how you can do this every weekend. Right. But naturally, I have to purge my aggression in a healthy, competitive, sporty environment. But when that aggression is not expressed in a healthy way, or when it's fueled by some narcissistic dominance from culture and patriarchy, I think that's when it leads to things like entitlement over women. And that's when relationships become toxic. Because instead of using your aggression to protect the female you're now using your aggression to dominate that female
0: i think just to like add on mm-hmm. that because when you talked about i thought of pos- possessiveness when uh, guys are possessive and that's another thing that a lot of girls like like oh, i want a guy that, that is possessive that's that gets jealous and stuff and i think just like what you were saying about, well, we are talking about aggression. That's like just manifested itself into something that's toxic for a relationship. It's all the same with uh, jealousy and possessiveness because jealousy is very normal. Jealousy is a natural emotion. We all feel jealousy, but the way that you deal with it, and the way that you choose to act after you feel these feelings, yeah, it it can be quite toxic. And the thing is, a lot of people, I don't know, it's that bad boy. I want a bad boy. I want, I don't know what that's about, but it's, yeah, just promoting that toxic, hyper-aggressive, hyper-possessive personality in men all over social media.
1: Movies. I think it's everywhere. I feel as if it's not, as a, it's not like, it's only the aggressive men who can protect the house. You know what I mean. And I feel because first of all, that's wrong because first of all, you can get it from women too, and it's not just the aggressive women. It's human nature, and I think that's something that's just—it's a flaw in our own mentality. Because, and I think it's a flaw that's been incubated within our within social media and also things like Disney Channel, where you sort of feel as if like, yes, the person with the biggest muscles is the person who's gonna beat up the robbers, you know? But I feel like because men sort of feel like, okay, um, I need to seem more masculine than me as boy A needs to feel more masculine than boy B. Um, There's this sort of, you feel as if you need to overcompensate but the thing is, you really don't. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like, to, okay, to a certain hear me out. You really, to a certain extent, you don't. Because then, when you do overcompensate, this is then what we're seeing. You feel what I'm saying? I don't know. This is this wrong, gang. I may be wrong.
2: Yes. Let me, Sorry. let me. No, it, it's it. just a quick point. Just a quick point. Uh, I'm not saying anyone is wrong. I think it's a group dynamic that both boys and girls need to work on. So when girls go crazy for the guy with the muscles and ignore the skinny guy, it feels a certain mentality. So sometimes we're very ideological, but if I believe that I don't need to overcompensate and then I go swimming and I'm skinny and the guy with the muscles is getting all the attention from the girls going crazy, it's going to naturally lead to part of that fragility as well. So I think it's a collective thing that mm. both parties may have some guilt to mm-hmm. emphasizing yeah. like friend zones. Please tell me what what the problem is
3: with, with being friends with people of the opposite gender. I opposite gender, of
4: different genders. Yes.
3: I don't understand. Please tell me, Terrell.
4: <laughs> let me tell you what I realized. And it's something that I am personally still working on. It's bad. It's extremely bad. The problem is that we take, I feel like we take this whole dating thing all too seriously. Like, um, I, <laughs> I mean, you can you can get to know people easily, just being friends. There's no need to move forward into anything crazy or any big step or whatever. Blood. I think it's, it's very good. Yeah, yeah, I think it's very good to like have multiple friendships with people of the opposite gender, if I, can, if I can say that. But the problem is that guys have with the friend zone is the difficulty that we've felt with trying to transition from just being friends with someone mm-hmm. and trying to get into a relationship, which is why it's something that I'm struggling with because I believe that, you know, this dating thing is too seriously. It's taken mm-hmm. too seriously. You know, let's get to know people before I even think of wanting a relationship, whatever. But after a while, when you just see me as your friend or your brother, and I'm like, okay, I've really got to know person X. I actually like would like to be in a relationship with them, and then yeah, that dif- that stumbling block, that transition is why guys see it so difficult.
3: From what like I've what I've decided as a person, right, is that it comes from a place of entitlement, like. You feel like, yeah, you got my number, you slid. Not you, people, people. (laughs) You got my number, you slid where you slid, right? Now you're like, okay, step one to relationship or step one to unchannel, as in like, I don't want, right? And the way a lot of people behave, right, is that they have like a monolithic view of how relationships should develop or what the end goal is, right? And, like, it's usually supposed to end in a romantic relationship. But, like, it doesn't have to. It really doesn't have to. We can be plus two six degrees. That's fine. No one's been rejected. We can be once a year happy birthday. That's okay, too. We can get married and have 16 children. You can also just become my friend. Like, it's allowed. No, You should not predestine where the relationship is going to end. Because that will just upset you. Because you can't control how I react to you. You can't control... How you react to me so it's just bad to to like bully people for not wanting to be in a relationship a uh, romantic relationship with you or for enjoying being friends with you like that's weird
4: but you can go on i was gonna say you see, the thing is i i agree with you completely and i said it's something that i'm working on but the problem is that it's not something that everyone is working yes. on when i'm sliding okay <laughs> Yeah, I know. I'm sliding. If you're I'm sliding, you're lying. But if I <laughs> m- meet someone, say, I think that it would be quite unfortunate for me if you just assume that I want a romantic relationship with you.
3: Yeah,
4: you know, that's that's the thing. Some people, we're just trying to, bro. I'm just trying to make friends.
0: It's allowed. We'll
4: see what happens after that.
0: Um, okay. even like my problem with. A lot of people, I think especially, like, people around my age, not even my age, I forget I'm older than some of the people. Okay, around. we get it. Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> so then, uh, like, let's say teenagers, when they say, oh, she put me in the friend zone or whatever, it's like, okay, what Nashe said, reiterating what Nashe said, it's coming from a place of entitlement, like, yeah, you know, we could have been this, and she just shut it down. And so with that, you know, and you say, like, What's wrong with, like, my friendship? Because when people say, okay, I'm in the friend zone or whatever, okay, then don't be my friend if you don't want to be in the zone. Don't, and I friend zones, just don't be my friend then if you don't want to be in the friend zone, that you're so angry and unhappy that you didn't progress into what you were making up in your mind, idealizing a relationship with me. And I don't know, a lot of guys, yeah, use it to guilt trip, girls, yeah. Or to say to their friends, yeah, she put me in the friend zone. She's always playing hard to get. She's always like this. She led me on. I wasn't leading you anyway. You were leading yourself with your own heart you and your mind. You followed me. You, you, you tied yourself to my arm
2: <laughs> and dragged yourself with me. It's not my fault. Leave yeah. me alone. <laughs> um, I just have a question. Um, is it realistic for a lot of friendships for for a lot of friendships to lead to relationships or for relationships to start from friendship? It's just a, a curious case, because I think sometimes someone will say, um, I want to get to know you first. And then we see if we can take things further. And then she meets a guy. And after two weeks, she's telling you about how they had the best date ever. And yeah, they're like, I- I've been there for you emotionally and now you complain about this guy who doesn't take care of your emotions, and you tell me you want a guy who does one, two, three, four, and I'm that guy, but you're still dating this other guy. Like I said, I'm not saying you're entitled to intimacy. At no point does a girl owe you anything, regardless of how much time- Or anyone. But I think the reason, yeah, or anyone, but I think the reason why people get deeply wounded, perhaps, is like was just said, sometimes the, um, naturally speaking, when a guy approaches you and says, may I have your number? I don't think most guys are asking so that you can be friends and talk about ducks and sunsets. (laughs) I I think there's an underlying motive. I'm being realistic here. When a guy approaches you and says, you're cute. He's not saying, you're cute, let's be friends so I can listen to you talk about your toxic boyfriend. So so, um, I'm not saying it's a good thing, but I'm just trying to paint the picture of what we're facing so that we can also constructively see how we can move forward from what we're facing. So Terrell perhaps, um, (laughs) do you think there's a chance that you become friends first and date later or is it usually the case that you find someone you're attracted to and then your intentions are romantic before you become friends? Realistically speaking, I love philosophy but (laughs)
4: let's be real. (laughs) I can't believe this is about to be published. But what I want to say <laughs> is when you were speaking, the first thing that came to my head is that just sounds like a bunch of entitlement. And I don't say that for women only. I just say, like, as um, Nasha said, bro, no one, absolutely no one owes you any romantic affiliation. Um, but for me, because I said it's something I'm trying to work on, what I've realized, it's a pattern, a reoccurring pattern of, I realize someone that I'm attracted to physically and then I don't move forward with that, but I want to try and get to know them. It's very hard for me to um, try and keep my intentions simply and purely for friendship. Um, but yeah, that that's like the transition that I'm in right now. So attraction, get to know relationship, if not relationship, friendship?
2: I feel like to reply,
3: like the thing is, right, I think the reason why the friend zone idea is problematic is because, it's not because the friend zone in itself, nothing, I don't think anyone really has the time to, okay, a lot of people, I'm lying, I don't think we in particular have the time to come and debate things that don't influence anyone negatively, but the problem is that after women, girls, girls, um friend zone people, right? It's used as a bullying tactic. It's like it's not just you being you not moving to a place of like a romantic relationship. It's not like she's a bitch because I told people not to swim. You know,
2: <laughs> it it's okay. It was okay. an amplifier.
0: It. An emphasizer. Yeah. Oh okay. Okay. First year
3: linguistics. Um, um so like we're in a space right now, right, where the friend zone is used as an insult, like against women. Like she stuck me in the friend zone. She's a bitch because she did this. I did all of this for her and she didn't want me anyway. Like it's 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 weird that like it's transactional. It's like all of those things you do, you listen to me, you you pay attention to my emotions. I must then return it with the relationship. And then what let's say in this Let's say that we do decide that the friend zone should be scrapped and people should be paid back for all of the emotional coddling they have done for me. Um, They've, okay, okay, that's happened, right? Like, what's the ideal? What do you want? You want to be in a relationship with someone who does not want you? Like, I.
4: Let me, I just wanted to say something while you were speaking. I think. Um, as, as Dalits was saying, keeping things on the ground and not just philosophical. I'll tell you now that anyone who I've later realized, initially I might have been physically attracted to them, but I got to know them and I got to know their character and our friend <laughs> and our, our characters are not compatible, then I will simply remove myself from the situation quietly. That's, that's just how I deal with it. that. <laughs> Quietly. No, I'm telling <laughs> <about laughs> no. if, if I'm asked why I've left, I will tell you why I've left. And that's it. If I'm seeing character clashes in you being your own person and me being a very different person after I've got to know you then, it's okay. It's very weird if you try and make someone feel guilty for not liking you. There's, I know guys say this all the time, but there's billions of people in this world. Trust me, I meet new people every day.
1: Um, does the patriarchy excuse cheating, lack of consent, and possessiveness with regards to men in relationships?
4: Um, uh, I, I, I realize Rumbi has asked us, um, it's a discussion question, but the simple answer is yes. The patriarchy does excuse cheating. It does excuse lack of consent. It does excuse possessiveness. Because in keeping um, realistic in the world we live in today, so we grow up, um, person X, okay, is my girlfriend. We get married. It's automatically assumed that I'm entitled to her body. That throws the consent thing out the window because we're in a relationship. Weird. Um, Cheating. So how that enforces, how the patriarchy excuses that is by men assuming this thing of um, I need to show other men that I'm masculine, right? And how I prove my masculinity, um, one of the many ways that um, is assumed to prove masculinity is getting involved with multiple partners. So that is also excusing the cheating. And then the possessiveness, as I said, when you get into a relationship, all of a sudden I'm entitled and it's like my girlfriend is this object that she's mine. I don't even like that term. <laughs> but like she's yours. And not in a romantic way. Like she's yours like, like an object. Yeah. So, yeah, but obviously I, the reason I said it's a discussion thing is because generally that's the simple answer is yes. I, in fact, yeah, let's not just. The simple answer is, yes, it does. Mm -hmm.
3: It's so strange that, like, a lot of these heinous things are, it's not strange, it's a thing that's been happening for centuries, but, okay, of course it's strange because I see it now. Um, It's so strange that these things are, there's, like, you apologize amongst each other as men, and you don't apologize to the victims. Like, that's just something I've noticed in terms of cheating. Like, ah, come on, come on, come here, bro. It's okay, it's okay. Next time you won't do it. Next time, just don't do it, right? You'll you grow from this and it's fine, right? But you're not, But that's not the person that was wrong and it's not the person that was beaten or, like, we were possessing, like, they were your objects. Like, it's It's just strange. I, I just find it weird. But, like,
1: I want to say, I, I don't know, Uh, to people who might watch this and, know, I'm sorry, I'll be ambiguous. But there was a time when, um, so like, the, so this, there was a place that I was at and um, there's a case that happened and people sort of said, so this person was accused by many females. Um, and then um, so basically we were told to excuse this behavior and the women were told, don't worry fine, you're allowed to be, feel however you want to feel. But the men accept this person back into the community. It's like, it's fine, make them feel comfortable. um And I think to assert, like at first, okay. At first it was, it was frustrating. Like I feel as if like, yes, okay, these structures do exist and I mean like, it is uncomfortable. But I think it's not impossible, you know. Like I don't feel I feel it's not like an entire body that's like okay, this is just how they, this is how the patriarchy works. You know what I mean? Like there are exceptions. At that time, there like the major, like the major voices at the time who said no were the men at the time who said no. Actually, we won't take this. But I feel like the what then comes into question then becomes. Like, I think what I find interesting is that the man always has to, it's either you're accepted back by the men or you're not accepted back by the men. The women, it doesn't really matter. Like, it's like your wife, she doesn't really have to care. Like, it doesn't really matter what your wife says. It's always um, your uncles, your the sekurus and things like that. It's never like, what do the aunties say? What do the sisters say? Um, It's never what your friends say. It's always what do his friends say.
0: I wanted to there. say that all of that is always just coming from a place of seeking validation from other men. And, like, I, uh, no, I won't mention those things. You know, like the memes, like the TikTok videos and stuff like that, where they're like, okay, so for the boys, for the what? Why are we seeking validation from each other? Why is it like that? Why are you so close to the boys? Why? Yeah, I don't know. I won't go too deep into that, but it's all just surrounding the thing that you value a man's opinion over a woman, even if that woman is your girlfriend, even if that woman is maybe your sister, in not regards to like cheating and stuff, because insist. But just in the sense that <coughs> a woman can be very close to you, but you no, because I said, I'm not going to explain, but I think if you watch started. the recording... You'll understand what I said. (laughs) Just, it's the thing of men valuing another man's opinion over women's. And I think just other situations, it's like you approach a woman and she has to say, I have a boyfriend. Even if she doesn't have a boyfriend, she has to tell you, okay, I have a boyfriend in order for you to leave her alone because you respect another man that you don't even know about over the woman that is saying, I actually, I don't want anything from you.
1: How would you define a boy's culture? And how would you say it affects romantic relationships between you and a partner?
4: The boys' culture is just, um, it's something that let's put it at 75% terrible, 25% good. The reason I say that, sir, you
3: raised? that. Can I just ask before you even continue? What school did you go to? Where were you raised? Who is in your life? Where are these <laughs> progressive
1: opinions <laughs> coming from? I don't, <laughs> <know. What laughs> it? I
2: don't
4: understand.
2: i not <laughs>
4: <laughs> But so the boys' culture is just this idea that you want to do everything in your life center center your things around your friends, specifically the boys, your relationships, your education, things like that. So it comes where you want to date girls that your friends think are beautiful, even if your characters don't like match up. It comes where you want to validate yourself by as the normal, we're talking about cheating just five minutes ago. Or so I'm with all these women and things like that. That's the, those are the extreme examples of like toxic and it affects romantic relationships easily because just the example of people date, okay, not people, us, guys, date women that we don't even like just for validation from the boys. Essentially, I'm wasting someone's time just, just so that Daliso can tell me, hey, she's beautiful. i like, yeah, she's my girlfriend. Thanks. <laughs>
3: Okay, that it's always been like part of our thought process where we don't just want to be approved of by our boyfriend, we want to be approved of by our boyfriend's friends as well,
2: which is so weird. Like it's it's strange now for me. I think the desire for validation is not something that's unnatural. I think it may manifest in toxic ways. But even as children, you want to be told that you've done something good. You want people to appreciate you, even if it's superficial. Yeah. We like petty things. We want to be told, hey you look." Even as guys, you want to have the latest drip. You want to be admired. I think sometimes, or in a lot of cases, a lot of relationships of people to for the satisfaction that comes with it for the material benefits of getting gifts so you can post them on Twitter and say, if your man or if your woman doesn't buy you the PlayStation 5 or roses with a bouquet of chocolates, then what are you dating for? So I think a lot of relationships of people in our generation, I wouldn't call them serious. I think they're more casual. And sometimes... Truly emotional people get caught up in that casual game. The girls like being chased because, yeah, perhaps a girl can answer. Generally speaking, you may be an exception. You may be a transcendent being, but generally speaking, the girls like being chased.
1: I think it depends. Um, I am old school. I like to be chased, but it's. I feel like it's. It's. I can explain. I can, I can explain, but um, I do like to be chased, but there are girls who don't like to be chased. They like to chase. So it's not a long term. Tyrell has opinions, but it's fine.
4: Oh, I'm quiet. I, I'll, I'll speak after you guys. <laughs> um, no,
2: I'm just asking because I think a lot of relationships have turned into a kind of sporting game. The reason it validates guys is because if there's a beautiful girl and all guys are attracted to her, in order to assert dominance, you need to show that you're the iPhone male who's capable of getting the girl. And once you get the girl, it's like, all right, you've achieved the campaign, you have your Xbox reward, and the relationship crumbles because your intention was to get the girl. It wasn't really to build a stable relationship. But the unfortunate thing is that those guys end up getting most of the girls and they get the praise and the validation from the boys. So it's very difficult to challenge that concept when the successful guys who are getting girls are also the toxic guys who are abusive in relationships. So I think it's a very challenging thing because I
3: feel like just answering like your your question and of course okay, yes, that's a that's a moral dilemma that a lot of people are going to have to like Push through because like there are consequences for it. Like yeah, we can all say that this is the problem and this is why it's difficult for me to solve it. But like there's a big reason why it it requires a solution. But like answering your prior question, I had to ask myself also. I think you're actually the one who made me made me ask myself. I was like, do I like being chased. Like I was like, mm, this is a bit weird. So like I think I do enjoy being chased, but it's not limited to romantic relationships. And, and not a chase where I, I think there should be some sort of line drawn in the sand. Like, you should be able to identify that, no, this person genuinely does not want me around at some point, you know, because I would like someone to, like, not sell themselves, but, like, sell themselves too, right? And my friends do this. My friends have done this distant relatives who I have to like you have to show me that you want to be in the group chat like why why must I just allow you in like and I think people I do the same thing for people I want in my life I'm like okay so okay I'm going to keep advertising myself until you've seen the full scope of me and then that's when you can decide whether you want me or not does that make sense but then I think it becomes problematic when someone says no like no, leave me alone. And you're like, no, we've been taught to persevere. Men don't give up, (laughs) like men don't give up. Don't give up, you know? It's like, I think it comes from completely different places. I think people, a lot of people are superficial as the Lisa has continuously told us because it's true. It's a fact, underline that one. A lot of people are superficial, right? And people who have depth have difficulty showing their depth in the first interaction. So like, I think in some people who chase people, they're like, they're like, "Hmm, guys, no, don't reject me yet. You don't know me. I haven't shown, right? And then there's some people who chase because they're relentless. They feel entitled to you. They're like, ah, no, 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 you, I'm going to get you because I deserve you for being the one with this penis. I must have you, you know, which is just not fair. And it's dangerous because it affirms this idea that, and a lot of women do say they like being chased. but then the problem with that liking being chased is that people then come and they use it as an excuse to flout consent. You say no, they're like, no, 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 no. Her no means yes, her no means keep going. And I think as a lot of women, we have to like sit down and have a board meeting and decide is being chased worth the culture that we're like feeding? Like, is that something that we want to keep going with now that we know that it's causing this problem? And yeah, we just need to have, like, a women's conference where we decide if it's worth it.
0: Another thing, though, is, like, it's important not to confuse being chased with just, okay, you think this girl wants you to chase her, but, and you think, okay, I like the chase, but sometimes maybe you just don't allow easy access To other people like it's okay for you to be picky with who you're going to surround yourself with and who you're going to let into your life especially like I know for me personally I feel so fulfilled in my friendships it doesn't mean that I'm closed off to like any other people that I'll meet but I know that someone has to come and add value to my life and I've discussed this with Nasha a lot of times she discusses this with me a lot of the time just that It's also a privilege to know you. So when some girls, maybe they are pulling back sometimes and they're not so easy to, I guess, (sighs) jump into that stage, I guess, like where you're no longer chasing them, where you're satisfied and you guys are talking, I guess. But it's just because they're not allowing easy access and it's for a good reason. But yeah, that's for some girls.